Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning, good morning everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the week gone by. We thank you for the restful weekend. We thank you for a new day, a new week ahead. We thank you, Lord, for all that time that you bless us with during this day and the time ahead, Lord. And at the start of it, we want to acknowledge your presence in it, Father. To give you glory, give you honor, give you praise. To give you thanks, for you are worthy of it all. This is the day that you have made, Lord. And you have blessed us in it. And just as your word in Genesis said, whatever you made, you saw that it was good. So we thank you, Father, that you have placed us in that which is good. And your word says that you have plans to prosper us and give us an expected end. So we acknowledge you at the start of this day and this week ahead, Lord. At the start of all the new projects we will take. At the start of the next phase of all the challenges that we are going through. That from here on, Lord, we place it into your hands. And we give you full permission to lead it, Lord. For your word says, in Romans 8, verse 28, that you work for the good of those who love you and whom you have called according to your purpose. And we ask you, Lord, to locate us in your mercy, locate us in your love, locate us in your favor. We enter your gates with that gratitude in our heart, Father, and that confidence as well, the faith, knowing whom we are approaching and knowing who we are connecting with. So that when you anoint our head with oil, Lord, just as your word says, we know and we know in our hearts that our cup runs over, that every situation and every circumstance around us turns in our favor. That even the enemies that were seeking to harm us will have, will be compelled, are compelled to bless. I prophesy this in the name of Jesus for one that is particularly concerned today. Lord, let that circumstance turn around and let them be put in remembrance of how you uphold your promises that you do not walk away. Has he said it and will he not do it? We thank you, Father, with that confidence that you instill in us, that faith that you give us in our heart. The more we know you, the closer we come to you. We thank you that you have called each of us by name today to be here with you. You pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. We share that same peace and that same joy, Lord. Your joy, which only you can give and no one else can give and no one can take away either. Share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you, all those that do not want to know you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up on this platform of answered prayer on our altar today. And Lord, we ask you to quicken them in, your, in their spirit. That they might see the glory of your light, their hearts be turned towards you. And as they confess their faith. They believe in their hearts and confess with their mouths the name of Jesus. Let there be rapid, massive, miraculous transformation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The great I am, the lifter of men, the God who always honors faith. The God of Abraham, Jacob, the God of Isaac, who is the God of abundance. We renew in every adverse situation, Lord, you turn things around and you bring back a bumper harvest in our lives. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who introduced us to that closer relationship with the Father, the one who lived in accordance with his will and set that for us as an example that we might follow. He said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. The bridge to the Father, the way, the truth and the life. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of victory, the spirit of El Shaddai, the Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty, Emmanuel in the true sense, one who made his tabernacle within our body, raises us up from being dead to sin, now alive in the spirit, carrying the presence and the authority of the Father that is bestowed upon us. We thank you, Lord, for giving us your word, your spirit. We thank you for giving us the gift of prayer to involve you in any situation and to commune with you, to build our relationship with you as royal priesthood. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with our angels and destiny helpers. There is nothing you held back. You give us everything, Lord. You have provided for us every physical provision in accordance with your riches, not in accordance with what we deserve. And you provide every spiritual gift as well, Lord, in the heavenlies. We thank you, Father, that it is your plan and you sent Jesus for this, that we might have abundance. And you blessed us, you covenanted us as man right from Adam, that we should be fruitful and multiply. And we come to study your word, your ways that are much higher than our ways, Lord. So that we can get rid of all those weak areas. So we can get rid of our sinful and fleshly ways. That we can once again adopt your ways, follow your instruction in obedience. Not eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. But follow only your word. Your holy, pure and perfect word for our lives, Lord. So that when we meditate on it, observe to do according to all that is written in it, then we shall make our way prosperous in accordance with that original plan for us. Be fruitful and multiply. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, and every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By your precious blood, Jesus, by that covenanted blood that never fails. We put on our angel and angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will, Lord, for these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters. And any spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption and I command that angelic protection over these, your faithful Lord, in the mighty and all powerful name 
of Jesus. I also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth, making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. And each of us declare, it will not return to me empty. It will not fall to the ground, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life that you have given us on our tongue. And thank you, Father, for the discernment to choose that life that we speak in every situation. Thank you, Jesus. In Matthew 10, verse 39, <clears throat> Jesus said, Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What message did he have here for us? If you actually read the whole of Matthew chapter 10, he talks about challenging times that are coming to people. But let's focus on this one now. And let's break it down into three parts. What did he really mean here? Whoever finds his life in this world will lose it. That's our first part of it. Life is that which is precious to us. That we adhere to or attached to. So the question for each of us then is, what are you holding on to dearly? I know I held on to the pride of knowledge, self-righteousness, self-will. And there are many more. And he keeps revealing them. Keeps working with me at my pace. And others may have a whole lot of other things that are priority on their list. What is important in their lives? Money, relationships, business, fame, success in their ambitions, addictions of various kinds. These not necessarily only have to be substance and so on. I hear the Lord is saying, whoever finds that attachment in anything that is fleshly in this world, so much so that they are deeply rooted in it, connected with it, and are not willing to part from it. <clears throat> and that is deeply intertwined with sin as well. Then. All that is of this world. And he will eventually lose his life physically, but also spiritually, and will be judged for everything that does not fall in alignment with what the Word of God says. He that is too busy in that world that has no time for Jesus. Spiritually speaking, <clears throat> he will not have life in the kingdom and God's abundance that is only made available when you start on that journey. He who finds his life in this world will lose it. The second part is, but whoever loses his life in this world for my sake, he will find it. 
that is he who has been acquainted with the truth and chooses it over every other lie of this world over every other way of this world that may have been part of his traditions his culture his customs his belief systems his mindset the way of thinking he looks at all of this fleshly oriented life versus that what the bible teaches and willfully chooses what the bible offers and when that happens there will always be challenges that will come there challenges of not being accepted not fitting in with the rest of the community even going through hardships he said you will go through hardship for my sake you will be the odd one out instead of chasing earthly pleasures and the things of this world status comfort worldly security of the world kind of religion where the masses go together based on certain beliefs particularly with a loose moral code and no fear of god leading to morally becoming morally and spiritually bankrupt and dead in their sins instead of doing this is they choose the ways of god the way of the spirit as mentioned in his word where he said walk with the spirit the one that aligns with god's will such a person will find life eternal he goes on to say in matthew 10 fear not the one that can kill the body but not the soul rather fear the one that can kill both body and soul body and soul that is is referring to god there the second death judgment or what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul or what will a man give in exchange for his soul this he said in matthew 16 verse 26 we can see the connection there what will it profit the person if they gain everything else there but at the risk of losing their soul and that's exactly what the devil wants for people to lose their soul are you engaging in that trade today he would try to trade for that soul and if we are still engaging in trading value systems in trading whatever else to gain some worldly benefit then we need to think again what are you giving in exchange is it worth that much in matthew chapter 4 satan took jesus on a high mountain and said bow down to me and all that you see around you all these kingdoms will be yours it was the same trade that he offered are you bowing in exchange for something of this sort maybe a promotion at work a particular friendship where you're trying to fit in personal relationships where people compromise on their bodies or even on their value systems or is it fame or riches or lifestyle what is more dear to you than your soul 
So what is the Lord really saying here when he says, he who loses his life for my sake? Die to your desires and feelings that are of fleshly or sinful pursuit. And that is why he gives us that realm of Galatians 2 verse 20. That we need to work towards as our mission. Where I have been crucified with Christ. We've seen that in our Bible study on Friday as well. The divine exchange, the great exchange of all those things that were of sin that are in us. He took that to himself on the cross. And in exchange, he gave what was in his nature and part of him. So that when it comes to being judged or being pointed a finger at by the accused in the court of law, God the king. Those are the traits, the characters that will be seen because we are covered by that blood. Because we are covered by his righteousness, that garment is put on us now. So I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I, but he who lives in and through me. That process, that journey that he takes us on there, where we shed those natures and take on his. A complete surrender and death to our fleshly ways and pursuit. Why? God will not trust you when you are still even, if in part, alive in the flesh. He will not trust you because there is still some sinful way there where we can at any point have an inflection and turn away, turn around. The tendencies and the variables involved are too many. He won't risk it. So if we are to trust him, we have to lose that which is not of him. Shed it. Now the Father in, know, in heaven knows more than anyone what we truly need. Now when we have obeyed him and given him our lives, then we will be amazed at the realization that we could not have possibly known what was best for us. And that God has given it to us. That brings you to situations where you see like Romans 8.28 that we prayed earlier. He starts to turn things around because he knows about those situations. Things that we don't even ask for that are still in our heart, he sees. What will such a father not do for you when you come closer to him and align with his will? Jesus came that we would have life and abundance. Have that life abundantly. That was John 10.10. 10. He came for us that we may have his way and his life. Now how do we take on his way and his life that he demonstrated, the template that he set for us? He who loses his life for my sake, looking at me, and wanting to take on what I have to give. He will find life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. That each of us, as we reflect on our own lives, Lord. And we commune with you in our place of prayer. Open our eyes and our hearts. Open our understanding to see our own selves in the mirror of your word. That which you show us, 
and then to hear your voice as you speak to us, Lord, recognizing and discerning that this is from you. We ask for the grace of obedience to align with it. We ask for that courage and boldness as well, Lord, to reject certain natures, tendencies, habits, actions, words that we have used in the past, ways we have thought of in the past. And now to take on that which comes from you, that which is much higher than our ways and beyond our understanding. But to trust on you and not lean on our, on our understanding. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And that as we prepare ourselves for this Lent towards our Easter, knowing that that resurrection comes only through the door of death. Help us lose our life for the sake of Jesus. That which we have held on all these years. That during that phase of transformation, death to resurrection, all the old must pass away and everything be made new as we receive from the Spirit in the name of Jesus. I ask for that edification, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray, Lord, for all those that are going through all kinds of challenges in their lives, yoked and bonded by the enemy, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, all kinds of addictions and compulsions in the way we think, Lord, in our lives. By the blood of Jesus, let every such yoke be broken today. Let your light reveal your wisdom, Father, that brings transformation through your word. So that when we know the truth, the truth shall set us free. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit and with your Holy Spirit, we believe, Lord, this prayer is an answered prayer. Encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> 
Sarah <laughs> 
Scripture that was put on my heart today is from Galatians 1, verse 10. Am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I was still pleasing men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Mark chapter 4, verse 19, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written. But the worries and cares of the world, the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures, and the deceitfulness and the false security or glamour of wealth or fame, and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Very powerful scripture in this context makes it very clear. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for teaching us. Our second scripture is from 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, quoted from the NIV. 
where it is written. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. Open our eyes, Lord, to see what you show us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions, and the Friday Bible teaching sessions. Please share those. Share links for your friends and family to join through Zoom or YouTube and attend these sessions that are on live. They can also participate in the recordings. It is the same presence of God. Recordings are available on our Facebook page, on YouTube, as well as our Spotify podcast channel. I let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Thank you Russell. Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.